When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, it is the summer edition. It's Jaleesa and Jimmy. We're here right up until 9 o'clock, and we're looking forward to that. There's so much been going on. Nah, of course, the thing that was going on last time was the blackout. Oh, my goodness. Well, usually I come here and report faithfully around what happened in the BBL. Yeah, but you act like you're honestly <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Like, you're still, you still live in Sydney. No, we don't. Granted, you own ha- or half a suburb. That's amazing. Well done. But... You're like, oh, yeah, we had a blackout as I travelled into town. And I could just ca- the carry on. Thinking about did buying call, a generator. Did you call Sydney, like, whatever it is? Of course we didn't. They're busy. Like, what? right? Well, they, how they, do they restore know, power. How do they know that you don't have All of power? Camden's out. You own all of that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, if you don't let them know, no one knows. No, that, no. So, anyway, I didn't get to watch anything last night. It was crazy. But you haven't got a phone? I got my phone. I got it going. Yeah. Uh, but no Wi-Fi too, so a bit sketchy, the reception. Oh, so, oh my God. You know, you're in Camden. satellites weren't You're in Camden. <laughs> you're not in Wallenbean anymore, Toto. Okay. I'll tell you what did happen, though. What about that horse? What about that horse? Oh, yes. Emerald, race one, number one. It's Xanthos in front. Too good. Xanthos got the money. Beat Test of War. Third to Merle and North Force. Well back in the field was Zipspur, Zixi Preacher, last of all. Yeah. Too good, the favourite. Yeah, too good. Xanthos. Too good, Steve from Brisbane. Thank who you, ranked. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Jeez, I asked Two Buck Chuck to clip that up. <laughs> as, oh. he went, as he went past the last length <laughs> before the finish line. Anyway, anyway, so there you go. So uh, Xanthos blew out a little. Did you get nervy? I got nervy. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, blew out a little bit. No, I was do- I was working, so I didn't. Can't just sit there watching horse races Hang on. all day. What, what did you do yesterday for work? Um, secret squirrel business. Don't oh. worry about it. Yeah, but you were going to the Roosters launch last night. One hundred and fifteen years of continual yeah. involvement in the National Rugby League uh, or its equivalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what did you do in between? You you walk women's out here. Cricket. Right? Uh, you we- didn't do a yarn on the women's cricket, did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, we yeah did a yarn on the women's cricket. I did up a yarn with uh, Matt Burton. There's something dropped on the Bulldogs website. Would you like me to send you everything I did, Jimmy? Could you? I because was flat out. Oh, you know what I did too? I did night. the EPL. Did you? Yeah. What do you think I do all day? Don't like, let me answer Bev that. Bev gets me her money out I was going to say, Bev. <laughs> tell you what, hard taskmaster. Yeah, no. Or mistress. I'm, I'm a very hard worker. Uh, yes, I can see that. I can see that. But I did miss 5.45, so I don't... Why? What were you doing? You said the blackout was after that. I know, so but yeah, I was busy. Bit. I was busy. No, you weren't. Yes. You got nothing going on. No, I didn't have anything What were you doing? I, At 5.45 yesterday, what were you doing? Cricket training. What? I was at cricket training. You were at cricket training? Yeah. Well, I was there watching cricket training. Oh, as in your kids? Yeah. I was going to say, what's going on here? <laughs> Make you come back. Camden I've looked at some of the, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I've looked at some of those BBL games <laughs> and teams and think, well. Oh, and man. you're like, well, if Sock can do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I reckon my calves are healthier than Socks. I don't know. You didn't, you, know, you pulled a Hemi. Remember, you yeah. pulled a Hemi like 
what was that? So I didn't say my hammies were better. Yeah, than when you just were sitting up. Uh, now the other one that happened last night. Well done, Victoria. Well done. Two match points to play with and five one. As Azarenka puts the serve into play as Pagula's forehand right on the baseline. Dug out by Azarenka coming forward. Pagula, can she pass Fika? Good volley. No, just wide by Pagula and Victoria Azarenka. Job well done. That is emphatic. Yeah, $3.20 yesterday. So well done, Victoria, on that one. So, I know where this is going. <laughs> so, first leg of your multi, Xanthos. Yes, no problem. I had two multis. Victoria, on. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, Different silos. You had mul- many multis on, but there was a couple, yeah. Um, $3.20, Victoria has a ranking. Now, what was the last leg of your multi, J.A.? It's a pass to lose. Let's, he, can, he can lose one, can't he? He can drop he can, one. He can. Here we go. Let's have a listen. Forehand again up the middle of the court from Titsipas. Forehand up the middle from Lehechka. Cross-court backhand. Titsipas and Lehechka's backhand hits the nets. And it will be a fourth semi-final at the Australian Open for Stefanos Titsipas. The number three seed continues to strive. You're doing this to get to Europe, Joyce. You're doing this to get to Europe. You're doing it. Just save the money. Just save the money. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Oh, I, love, I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> We've got the screenshot of the multi. Oh, yeah. One, oh, leg, one leg to go. Straight set, Stefan. Oh, Assist a pass. Oh, you could get the screenshot out there in Camden. <laughs> thank God. No, we got we got that all sorted. So thank you very much. All that thanks to Bing Lee, uh, BP there. We'll have him on later on in the program as well. Peter Wynn, you don't score there. You'll never score. The shop's closing up on Church Street. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. What? When did this happen? Why isn't there outrage? Well, it's not. Well, there's a big building going there, so it's uh, you can't stop progress, dear. Where? Where's he going? Where's that store going? That is what we can ask Peter. Oh, we'll have to. A little bit later. He's 65 years of age, Pete. That's retirement age. Oh, really? He's got thoughts on retirement. Ah, geez, he looks good. Swims every day, Pete. Swimming is a yeah. That's a thing that keeps you fit. I reckon that's a secret. Every time you ask someone uh, after sixty what why they look so good, they're swimming. You have you heard? Have you seen Peter Wynn's knees? No. They're horrible. Right. So he running not an option. Right. Uh, but swimming, yeah, he swims Running's every day. Boring. We, swimming's boring. What can you do with swimming? Running, you put your headphones oh, in. Yeah, true. Uh, well, swimming you can you can put your headphones in, but you. You're right. When I think of swimming, okay, when I think of swimming, I think of just floating around and then laying next to the pool. <laughs> a lilo does not constitute a swim session, right? Yeah. Isn't it funny about, you know, we're going to go from you, whose idea of a, a swimming session is, you know, floating around on a lilo. And then on Friday, James Magnuson in. Who, oh, yeah. For five years was the fastest swimmer on the planet. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, it'll only be till Friday that we have to wait. 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, 8.01 a.m. in the Central Coast, 15.75 Illawarra, 90.3 f.m. in Griffith, 13.23 a.m. in Canberra. Of course, Queensland, Patton Hills back in an hour's time, SENQ 6.93 a.m. in Brizzy, SEN 16.20 a.m. on the Goldie, and, of course, the SEN track network throughout regional Queensland. So Peter Wynn, Brett Phillips, Hammy Goodman is back. So, hey. Yeah, uh, Hamalam. So uh, that'll be good. We're looking forward to that one. Uh, now, Seb Corder, uh, if we look at the Australian Open update, thanks to Bing Lee, uh, Seb Corder is out, had to withdraw uh, with injury. So uh, that was a bit of a concern. So that's a no result against uh, Karen Hatchinov. And 76633, love 
was leading in the third. He suffered the wrist injury, so he won't be able to repeat his dad's win at the Aussie Open. The other one we just heard, Victoria Azarenka in straight set, 6-4-6-1 against Jess Pagula. So poor old Jess, and when I say poor old Jess, you know, Mum and Dad own a couple of sporting franchises yeah, in the right. U.S. She's okay. However, she the Bills lost and then she lost. Mm. And the Bills lost when they were favourites and she lost when she was favourite. So um, not a good couple of days for the Pagulas. Uh, and then this was an interesting one that I did read online last night. A senior human rights watch researcher has called on Tennis Australia to use its Grand Slam spotlight to speak up for Peng Shui. And her call for freedom. That's sort of... Yeah, that's kind of gone away, hasn't it? Like y- Yes. Like it, it hasn't really... Like there was a time there where you were hearing a little, a little bit about it. Can, can I add my thoughts on this? Because um, I was really... Because <laughs> yep. you look like you're about to say something rare. Because I, I re- it, really, it was really interesting which newspaper it came up with. Uh, I think it was in uh, the News Limited Press. So if you've been following the News Limited Press, Julian Linden um, has absolutely gone to town on the Australian Open at the start, just slaughtered it, said no one wants to watch it. It's a disaster for Channel 9. What a disgrace. And you go, oh, okay, right. Then you, you, you're just saying that because they're the opposition. Yep. Right? Then the double-page spread over the course of the weekend was all the cheats and all the match-fixing that's going on in tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, which was not related directly to this Australian Open, but there were other incidents around the world. And, and, and to be honest, I read the article and I thought, wow, that's really interesting around the amount of match fixing. That, that, But the timing of it, I thought, nah, that's interesting. And now we get another story about a, a T-shirt hasn't been seen for 12 months down at um, Melbourne around Peng Shui, but that has been reintroduced again. And I'm like, okay, we get what's going on here. Oh, I don't know with this one. Why is, you know, why why now? 12 months later, we haven't heard anything. There hasn't been a protest. But that's the point of the article. But there hasn't been a protest. No, but that's the point of the article. Yeah. but To be like, why are we hearing about this? It's the timing of the article too, right? Okay. Yeah, you've got some theories. Well, there's another one. So... Uh, give us your thoughts on that Australian update. Thanks to Bing Lee. I'm not sure Bing Lee wanted to be associated with that, but they have been. Uh, BBL last night. Didn't see it. Thanks to Izuzu. Live your own way in the Izuzu D-Max. Uh, what I do know is that there was a victory for the Renegades. So they're into the finals. Don't know exactly where they're going to finish. Uh, the strikers, they're out. Seven for one, four, two. Finchie. I can't believe the strikers are out. They were competition leaders at the so start flying good. yeah i thought there's no one going to beat the strikers and then they lost i mean even though before they lost their international players like before rashid khan left they started to just go on this mad losing streak so rashid khan changes everything for everyone right if you're batting and you go hang on he's going to be bowling in mm. two overs time i've yeah. got to take this guy down mm. so that because we know we're not going to be able to take that guy down mm. And that's it changes everything. It's he's yeah, but they were losing before he left. Uh, They're on a bit of a mad losing streak before he left. Remember, this is what Adelaide did last year. They're on a mad losing streak. Yeah. Then they got hot. Yeah, they lost their first six last yes. year. Yes, yeah. and and still made it through to the final. In fact, it was a Hayden Kerr ridiculous innings mm. for the Sydney Sixers. They got the Sixers into the final on that one. So. Um, they're out at the moment. So the Renegades are in. Finchie, as we mentioned, 63 not from 53 balls. Alex Carey, 65 off 47. So there's a couple of games today 
The Hobart Hurricanes hosting the Brisbane Heat at Launceston this afternoon and then the Stars hosting the Thunder tonight. So this is where um, there's some permutations, but it would have to be a big loss for the Thunder and then a big win for the Hurricanes for that to change. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Tickets for the qualifier final between the Scorchers and the Sixers at Opta Stadium go on sale uh, today at 4pm. So that's a demand. Uh, that's a day earlier because so many people want to go and see it. That's great. Isn't it? Uh, Perth really get into their sport. Yeah. They've got a fantastic stadium there too. Mm. Brilliant stadium. That makes a difference. Yeah. So even though... You could probably argue that Optus is not specifically designed for cricket. That sort oh, of gets I've never away from it. it. They get away with it. Okay. But, you know, it's an AFL ground. Yeah. Um, and, but it's a magnificent ground. I, I will say that. Thanks to Isuzu. Live your own way in the powerful Isuzu D Max. Visit your local Isuzu Ute dealer today. T20 International, the Australian women did it comfortably. Uh, what were they? They were all out no. 118, Pakistan. Amaima Sohail, 30 off 36. Megan, shoot. Five for 15, wasn't it? Superstar. Oh, insane. Yeah. Best figures ever for her at yeah. that level from her four overs. And then two for 119. Elise Perry, 57, not off 40. Mm. Uh, and Ash Gardner, despite all that's been swirling around her, um, none of it her fault, by the way, uh, 30 not from 19. Mm. So got it done, um, which is... No surprise around that. She's a superstar. Pat Cummins has spoken about the Alinta Energy Saga. Now, I did read this last night from Crash. He said it's absolute rubbish that he was responsible for the non-renewal of Australia's $40 million sponsorship deal with Alinta. Mm. Thoughts? Uh, it's just – I know Pat is really champions climate change. Yes. And it's something that he's really passionate about and um, – Good for him for being passionate about a good cause. However, just around it all, like I remember going to a press conference ages ago where he was announcing cricket for cricketers for climate change. Was this at, the solar panels? Yeah, out yep. at the solar. And he's like putting solar panels on, um, you know, roofs and telling yes. us all we need to conserve power. It's just really hard to take from someone who flies privately. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe they fly commercially sometimes, but regardless they're in first class, which there's like stats about how bad first class is for the environment, that kind of thing. It's just a hard thing when you're telling us regular folk to turn off my lights (laughs) and you're living the lifestyle that you live. Yeah. Uh, And so I think that's why people get really annoyed with the, when the um, Alinta Energy sponsorship deal was scrapped, that kind of thing. It's, you know, yeah, it's great that they, they use their voice, but you've also got to sort of practice what you preach a bit too, haven't you? Uh, people can sniff out the uh, the hypocrisy from yeah. a mile away, right? Yeah. And and I've – like, and in the end, the reason that we – you know, we love Pat, right? Yeah. Pat the cricketer is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, what he's doing – and that's what he needed. After all that Alinta stuff came out, he needed – you know what? I just need cricket so that people remember I'm this great fast bowler. Yeah. And, and outstanding captain and a good human and all that sort of stuff, you know, really, really marketable. However, the the he he got two percent of support when on the on the text line when we were talking about that subject prior to the season. I don't subscribe to the theory that like say politics or world issues and sport don't mix. I hate that argument. I think it's a really lazy argument. I think sport and politics or sport and world issues 
can be fantastic. Always mix. Always mix. Yep. And it can be a fantastic marriage. Yep. Uh, Shout out to you, Peng Shui. (laughs) Because, yeah, but because that's the, um, like, you know, that's the, the way things get done and the way the world changes is because we admire our sports people. Yeah. But it's just a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? Yeah. When you're like, okay, well, great. Well, why don't you get on a plane that's commercial and sit in cattle class with the rest of us and then your your impact on the world will be reduced? But make sacrifices, Pat. Yeah. So make sac- you get to do anything, you have to make sacrifices. You want to make a difference, you've got to make a sacrifice. So, okay, Alinta uh, Energy, they don't align to my values. Now, what Cricket Australia decided to do, whatever, but I'm not going to make myself available for Alinta Energy. He did during COVID because there was no one else and it was an access thing. But this theory said, no, I'm not doing the ads for them. I don't believe in the product. And guess what? They're, they're ending early and all that sort of stuff. And so go and find another sponsor, $40 million. I don't know what total revenue of Cricket Australia is during any given year, but if it's whatever percentage $40 million is of that, Pat says, I'm going to take that reduction in my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make a yeah. difference. Yeah, exactly. Show, show, the, show the discipline and, and the sacrifice that you're asking Cricket Australia yeah, to do or, yeah. or, or your belief system would ask them yeah, to do. Yeah. That I've got no problem with. Yeah, I agree. But and when I, you just go, oh, well, you'll keep paying me. Yeah, but yeah, keep paying me and, and find another way. Yeah, just go and get another sponsor. To, to keep paying me and um, – Oh, and everyone, can you turn off your lights? I'm going to go catch this private jet. He would have been happy last night with no lights at Camden. So <laughs> would have been very happy with that. By the way, SEN has announced that they are broadcasting the upcoming Border Gavaskar Trophy Series, uh, India versus Australia. It's huge. Adam Collins leads the team. Jared Waitley will be there. The commentary team, Ravi Shastri, Harsha Bogle, Bharat Sundaraisen and Peter Lawler. So that is a very, very strong team. Hey, Blake Laurie's re-signed for another three years. Keeps him at the Dragons till the end of 2026. 26 years of age. Good signing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, so the thing about that, if I'm, a, if I'm a Dragons fan, I go, great. What's he getting paid? Because whatever he's getting paid, that will help me determine whether it's a good signing yeah, or not. Yeah, that's true. Yep. We, that, guess what? We never know. We never know. I can go on a website and I can tell you exactly how much Patrick Mahomes is getting paid for the next seven years. Mm. Exactly how much. Mm. But we're not allowed to know. It's weird, isn't it? It's strange indeed. And this was a bit of a shocking one. The Brisbane Bullets player oh, Harry yeah. Froling in Wollongong. He was a one-punch attack, fractured skull, yeah. bleeding from the brain. He's in Brisbane. Um, and he underwent surgery on this one. So end of the season for him. But... Checked himself out of hospital, got yeah. on a plane, yeah, and all the associated pressures with that, yeah. It's like, wow, that could have ended so badly. It really could have, and and also you're not in your, you're obviously not in your right mind to make those decisions, are you? Because you're, you're not well. So that that was a really scary one coming out of the NBL. There is a great golf story going around, and it's not Greg Norman and the Live Golf. It, oh, it's I was about say, great. <laughs> no, our man Donald Trump. Wait till you hear that one. We better get ourselves to a break. But in the meantime, you want to be a part of the program? You can one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Breaking back with more. Ah uh, yes, Jaleesa Apps and Jimmy Smith here until nine mm-hmm. o'clock. How good are the Heat? From worst to maybe third, Curtis from Brisbane. They're a good side, actually, the Heat. They've got some very good players who are playing some good cricket. So they've got that game tonight, and that is against the Hobart Hurricanes down there at Launceston. So, yeah, they could finish third in that one. Uh, Fitzy's saying he, Pat Cummins, 
So passionate about climate change, he only drives his V8 Range Rover when he really needs to, mm. says Fitzy. P.S. Has he cut his power off at home? Don't Is know. Is that why you cut your power? <laughs> you thought that's what I'm... just really into climate change? I stand with Pat. <laughs> on that one, no, that's not the case. How did it go down in your house? Like, how do you the kids were the kids already asleep? Or? Little bit of a concern, Avery. There was a lot of lightning and thunder around last night. It, the loudest crack of thunder I think I've heard in a long, long time. Yeah, right. And and a little teary. Really? Yeah, but Avery consoled me, so that was good. <laughs> no, no, she she got a little scared at that. How do they? No, but how do they go with no technology? Are they? They're it, all right. They yeah. got phones. How old are they? They're 12. The 12 year old's not interested in his phone. The 11 year old would stay on his phone all day if you want, if you uh, let him. Um, and Avery's got an iPad. She's eight, but no, she was, they, no, they, they have, they're really good about not being ultra connected to technology. Okay. Um, yeah. and that's very deliberate that we do that. So, yeah, right. um, but yeah, um, they're fine. In fact, <laughs> the 11 year old just went, what lights are all that? I'm going to bed. <laughs> He's a world-class sleeper, though. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, they were fine. Uh, Tracy's a little scared, too, but uh, <laughs> she was fine. I'm sure she was fine. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I was to Not scared enough to her. go in the same room as you, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. Still, I wouldn't either. Still sleeping in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. So no doubt about that. Now, um, Donald Trump, congratulations to him. He's, uh, he's claimed credit for a golf club championship, despite the fact that he didn't compete the same day as everyone else. What do you mean credit? Like credit for what? He won. He, oh, he won, oh, he's it, claimed that he won. He won. Well, he has won. Oh, he has won. Well, here's the thing. He played his first round on the Thursday, had a funeral on the Saturday. So he played his first round on the Thursday. Everyone else played on the Saturday. Yep, uh, they came back on the Sunday. He was uh, had a five-point lead over the overnight leader because he's round on Thursday. Wouldn't you think if you did the round on Thursday, you say, right, there's my score. But no, it came through on Sunday where he was five shots ahead. Oh, this is the former okay, leader okay. of the free world, right? Okay, okay, okay. So this is what we're looking he's at. A, he's known for a bit of like golf. Uh, you know. He wrote on a social media account. I don't know which one. He's been banned from a couple of platforms. No, but... he's back on Twitter. Oh, is he? Well, I think Elon let him back in. Yeah, <laughs> shock me. Um, a great honour to have won the Senior Club Championship at Trump International Golf Club, one of the best courses in the country. Competed against many fine golfers. And was hitting the ball long and straight. Competed against many fine golfers. Yeah. No. No. So, so we did on Sunday eventually. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, well done to Donald on that one. It's there's got so many. Was it? Kim? You ever cheated at a sport? Have I? Yeah. In your cheated. rugby league career. Uh, yeah, there was an incident once where I cheated. In well, rugby league. I broke the rules. Yes. What'd you do? Um. I tackled Luke Rickardson once and he beat me to his feet to play the ball and I was lying there in the ruck and he played it and I just tapped it back our way for the Western Suburbs Magpies. The following set of six, we scored. Oh, yeah. And we beat the Roosters in that game. That feels like it's stuck with you. Do you feel better now you told me that? No. I'm couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Absolutely fine with it. Yeah. You're talking to someone who man catered someone that... in grade cricket, so. <laughs> I'm surprised that's the, the worst cheating you did. I thought you'd be like. I thought you would have done something really bad. Oh, all the embezzling of funds and that. Does, <laughs> yeah. does that count? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah. you just mean on field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's how do you how do you cheat? Oh, I ran out. You can do a Brett Morrison. Oh, I put my foot out in the twenty ten grand final, uh, and then it was just oh, I'll play on. Yeah, right. Uh, and then Mark Asney scores that set of six. If I played golf. I'd cheat all the time. That remember was it Kim Jong Il. Who, the leader of Korea, who had his first game of golf and shot, I think it was a, like a 34 under. 
which Remarkable. as reported by North Korean press. Remarkable. It, yeah, just a just a natural. He I is think. a talent. Really good swing. Uh, all right, we'll go to the news after the news. We're back with your text messages. Keep sending them in. Thank you, Vanessa. Welcome back. This is the Summer Breakfast. It's all thanks to Bryden's lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. Did you see uh, a lot of the comments from Lee Hadjabentelis yesterday making it into the Daily Mm. Telegraph today around NRLW and what should and shouldn't happen? Uh, So that is on page 91 of the telly today. Uh, They're meant to be looked after under the Sporting Injuries Insurance Act. It's grossly inadequate. Um, but in New South Wales, generally, a worker may, depending on the nature of the injury, have medical coverage for the rest of their lives. We spoke about that uh, yesterday as well. I saw James doing box jumps at the gym one day, and there was a fair bit of cheating that day, <laughs> says Ruz Bothfield. I don't know Ruz, but anyway. Oh, I, I like this one from Dunny. Jimmy, that cheating was cute. Yeah, that's how I felt, uh, Dunny. I was like, oh, give me something good. You know what she said in the break? What, yeah, what about taking EPO or something like that? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I thought, <laughs> I thought you would have done some like something. <laughs> I, I should have taken anabolic steroids because yeah. I just needed to be bigger, stronger, and faster. That would have really helped. But anyway, uh, Timmy uh, Hutchison, I hope he gets it all right um, from a grammatic point of view today because he didn't yesterday and it sort of burned him, didn't it? What a roller coaster year for the Adelaide Strikers. They bowled out of side for 15 in one game, pulled off a record run chase in another, but have ultimately missed the finals. Mm. Uh, good point, Tim. Mm. Uh, and Fitzy, Fitzy's on a theme here uh, about his man, Pat Cummins. Does Pat share a room with the other players now? I get the vibe that Fitzy's not on <laughs> the Pat Cummins bandwagon. No, Fitzy. <laughs> Fitzy's but this is what we're talking about. That's exactly right. That's what I was saying. 2% of people supported him. Oh, uh, Stu from Cronulla says, Jimmy, get over it. We beat you by 24. Oh, that's a little bit like producer Ben who came in and said, yeah, but Anasta knocked it on 10 minutes later. It's like that; those things happen in the course of a game. When was the last time you saw someone put a foot out by a foot? Anyway, I know it wasn't going to mean the Roosters win that game, but it was just an interesting way to start that game. Uh, g'day, Shaggers. Things Donald Trump cheats on. Wife, taxes, elections. And just being a human. So the reptile's back, even though probably wasn't happy with our combination yesterday. Oh, He's back. Good to see you stuck at the art, reptile. <laughs> Thanks, reptile. Uh, good resilience shown by you there. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's go to the open line. Chris is there, wants to have his say. G'day, Chris. G'day, guys. I want to talk a bit of cricket. First of all, I think it's fantastic. You guys have got the, the coverage of the uh, Indian series. I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, and to have Jared and Harsha Bogdai calling, yeah, that, mm. that's a knockout. I wanted to talk about, when you talk about sport and politics, Afghanistan. So this is, uh, let, let's work this out. Last year we re- we refused to play them in the test in um, Hobart. Um, then we played them in the World Cup, which was ICC sanctioned. Yes. And now once again we're saying that, no, no, we're not going to play you in March. Um, your opinion on that, because I don't know what they hope to achieve here. We know the Taliban are ratbags. We don't understand the regime. But is it right that we just decided once again to wash our hands of this and say, forget it, we're not playing you? Yeah, it's a really good point, um, Chris. I uh, Actually, Andrew Menzel and I had a really big discussion about this on Cricket Unfiltered on the podcast if you wanted to listen to that. And also Peter Lawler um, on his podcast was talking about it. And he came, he actually came up with a really cool solution about what if you had had female 
um, umpire, uh, umpires. Like if you had, um, instead of actually, you actually played the tests, but then you made sure the umpires were female so you could sort of make a point about, well, women can have power over men sort of. Um, something like wow. that. I felt like it, I felt like that was a fantastic um, suggestion from Peter Lawler. It, it's it's never going to happen, never but it's going. a really really interesting suggestion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I I think it sets a really interesting precedent because we do play other countries that have human rights issues. For example, that um, against homosexuality, that kind of thing that have you know. Yep. Um, so I think it sets a really interesting. Recent. I mean, what's going on in Afghanistan at the moment with women in education, like you can't even get secondary education, is appalling. Um, also, though, to your point, if they played their first test match in 2018, it's, you know, everyone draws comparisons with apartheid yep. and, and the impact that sport had on that. But that was a really rich sporting country uh, that, you know, had really rich cricket and, and rugby history. Yes. This is a first, they've only been playing test matches since 2018. Will it have the same impact? I don't think so. No, no. I, I it's, it, it's, and the easy way to say it, explain it is that what's it mean commercially? And, and that's yeah. unfortunately what it all boils down to. What yeah, does, I don't think it all boils down to that. I, I think that's the overriding factor. What do you, what, it, what, well, just say it was a, a big cricketing nation that had that. It would be looked past. Oh, I, yes. Like that, I think, yeah. That's what I mean about the like the precedent yes. being set there. Chris, Chris what, what, yeah. do you, what do you think? I, I think what we've done is a disgrace in some ways because I don't think it's going to achieve anything at all. And I know what you're saying about commercially, what does this do? But, but surely what we're trying to do is is lift the standards and, and, and sort of reach out to these uh, minnow countries and try and encourage them to play cricket. I just think, it's, it's, once again, it looks to the outside world like we just don't want to play these countries. And we've done this for five years. We didn't go to South Africa. We were the only country who didn't go to the under-19 World Youth Championships in Bangladesh out of 32 nations. We owe a lot of the subcontinental nations a lot of cricket tests because we haven't played them. And this, to me, seems to extend that sort of theory that Australia just want to pick and choose who they play. And they're not doing a lot for the world game. Uh, is it Australia's obligation well, to do, do a lot for the world game? Uh, I, I, I take what Chris is, is saying, that we don't have a good track record with pulling out of these kind of fixtures. And maybe it would have had more of an impact if we did have a good track record. What What I thought was interesting that was how everyone jumped on Rashid Khan when he put up on his uh, Instagram or Twitter or something how disappointed he was. And I thought that was really unfair because Rashid, he actually lives this. Like we sit here um, commenting in and can't imagine war. He fled war. That's right. And so He's got an amazing story. He, an amazing story. And I felt like really people were pretty harsh on him for – and he actually has – he has a really good history of standing up for women. Yep. Um, and that kind of thing. And – um, I felt really sorry for how people jumped on him because he's got a really emotional attachment to the con- to the country. Obviously, it's a little bit like the Ash Gardner January twenty sixth situation. Yeah. Like, why are we going to say no, Rashid? You're wrong in your yeah. beliefs. Like, you've actually got a lot of more information that you've made your decision on uh, and have lived it as opposed to us. I guarantee we would not have taken a talkback caller if we'd have said yes to going to that. So, so maybe by not going, it has drawn a light on it. 
shone a light on it. Potentially. Potentially. All right. Not going to convince her of that, am I? All no, right. no. I'm. I. I agree. I agree with you. I think it's an interesting point. Reluctantly, yeah. though, I felt. Oh no! It's just it's all a very difficult. It's very difficult. The whole thing, isn't it? Of of what to do and where you draw the line, and then you look at okay, if they're going to stay, if the ICC don't draw a line on this, and they're going to stay in the World Cups and and things like that, well, then what are we going to do then? So here's the other thing: what if you go to the the and play the game, and this is shining a light on it, like the Iranian football team, and not sing the national anthem, and the reason they didn't sing it was because of the treatment of yes. women. Yeah. In Iran. So that shines a light on it yeah, too. Yeah, well, that's what uh, Peter Lawler was kind of saying is there was there were other things that you could have done to – but also the other thing, the other layer of this is, okay, yeah, if you had said, okay, players don't sing the anthem, don't, there's a real risk to those players. Totally. It's a very dangerous situation for them as well, and that can't be underestimated. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.